Guys, we got the I can't deal with this podcast. How we feeling? Good, good, good. What's up, man? Good, What's good, up, man? Yeah. We doing all right? Chilling. Preston, we haven't introed you yet. <laughs> man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. <laughs> well, just beating us to the front. We have our second of the special guests. We have Mr. Preston. How we doing? Doing pretty good. How y'all been? Good man. Chilling, you know, chilling. Same old, same old. I got my toes done yesterday, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, hold on. Before we get to know Preston, Adam, tell us about getting your so, toes. So, me and my girlfriend went to this nail salon, and uh, I got my toes done. They put my feet in this hot water with a bunch of flowers and stuff, and there were a lot of women. Were, they had an option to drink some wine or some water. We went to Dairy Queen, so we were eating milkshakes and blizzards and stuff and it was just it was amazing man like, i got my toes scrubbed and all that and it was just it was just what it was now the lady that was doing my toes her toes didn't look good at all man there's nothing worse than somebody who has jacked up toes but wears like sandals or something like yeah, that it's so sandals. ugly <laughs> so ugly but getting back to preston <laughs> all right preston what do you like to do, man? Sports. So, what what kind of sports? What are you into? Football. Football. Who's, who's your team? The Carolina Panthers. Oh, yeah. Homegrown, home raised. I feel you. I feel you. We're definitely going to get it into the Kyle out. Keep pounding. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. I thought I pounded him. We're, we're definitely going to get into the Kyle Allen versus Cam Noon debate. It seems like Charlotte's very divided right now. I'm yeah. like, should we keep Cam Noon as our starting quarterback? Should Kyle Allen be our starting quarterback yeah. from now on? Well, we'll see. Um, but I ask every special guest this. Dawn, if you're listening to this, you are the first one, and we will carry it on. If you were a turtle, what occupation would you have? NFL quarterback. <laughs> Why? Hey, that man said because. very quickly. That man's certain. Oh, yeah. Because if a turtle, you know, it's super slow, right? So, like. You can, you can be an NFL quarterback and be super slow. For example, Peyton Manning, yeah. Tom Brady. So, I think it can be done. Definitely. Do turtles <laughs> can they throw acorns? Like, is that is that the football? Like, what what's the football that they're well, throwing? Because if they're throwing an actual football, then they got some kind of ant type strength. Yeah. Dude, ants underratedly strong. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were like, no, I mean, ants can pick up five times their body. I think it's either five or ten I times. I think it's ten. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really crazy. But can you imagine being a turtle and having, like, one, you have the slow arm speed, but also you have to deal with, like, trying to measure where your turtle receivers you, are yeah, going to be. Yeah. 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 You'd have to run, like, a delayed offense, but, like, that'd be yeah. so hard. Like, that'd be so hard. Like, your offensive line would literally have to be the best in the league. Hands Can down. you imagine, like, the like the Michael Vick run where he's just, like, scrambling around, but with the turtle just, like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So Even, like, falling down. Like to avoid yeah. a sack, like just fall, so he wouldn't <laughs> get hit. He would just be falling. Do turtles fall fast or do they fall slowly? Oh, too? Well, he could also just shrink real fast. You know, yeah. go oh, into a shell, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. just pop out. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we got week six in the books. How are we feeling? Did we have good games? All our teams won, right? All our teams did win. Panthers won, 49ers won, and the Saints won. 49ers 5-0, and oh, baby. Um, who's y'all beating? Nobody. The Rams. The Rams yeah. are NFC champions right now. They. Put I, a, I would say they dominated the Rams. Put some respect yeah. on our names, man. I said it in last week's program. You need to realize that the 49ers are for real. I looked at the statistics. We have the number one defense in the league. We're oh, yeah. number one in points per yeah. game. No, it's. I think who? it's one. I think it's one Patriots, two y'all. Oh, that's true. That's oh, true. Yeah, we're second in points per game. We're second in yards per game. We're, I think we're like sixth in 
uh, rushing yards per game and were first in passing yards per game. Yeah. The only knock y'all had on y'all was that the first three games, like, y'all didn't really play much. Yeah. Or much competition. So, like, everybody was like, okay, like, they're 3-0. and like. And then I think y'all had a bye. Yes. It, yeah, we, so had a, like, we had a bye after, like, week four. Yeah. And so it kind of threw us for a loop. But I was actually, like, watching that game, I was kind of concerned just because the Rams went down and scored on their first possession. I was yeah. like, yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> and then they didn't score for the rest of the time. So yeah. it was definitely interesting. And they only got past the 50 one time in the second half. Um, and so really? our our top, our top front seven, in my opinion, is the best in the league. Now, the Patriots, I think, have good, better DBs and corners than we do. But our front seven, DeForest Buckner, Armstead, yeah. Solomon Nick, Thomas, Nick, Nick Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got you got some studs up there. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, any one of those players, I think, can win a one-on-one. Oh, yeah. Like, you, yeah, it, so that's great to have. Like, you're going to get pressure even if you blitz – or if you, even if you only have three down linemen. Exactly. Um, and, I mean, you have pressure. Four, yeah, exactly. You have four down linemen, but also you have this idea of, like, oh, we don't want our quarterback to get sacked. So the only way you can do that is take one of the running backs or take a tight end. And so that's taking away some of the offensive weapons that you have. Yeah. Um, but – I think it was a good week for the 49ers. How'd your Saints do, Adam? Man, my Saints, guys, I've told you guys this every single week we came on this podcast. The Saints are the best team in the, the NFL. NFL. Every single week. Every single week. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if Drew Brees stays in, let's say we're 6-0. We're number one in the power rankings because we play people unlike, unlike the Patriots who haven't played anybody. They haven't, and, they haven't played, yeah, I'm played anybody. Offense has took a dip, but off the last part of the season, offense took a dip, and our defense defense stepped up, and they're stepping up again. I think they're going to step up until Drew Brees comes back week 10. I think it's wild, though. You do got to give credit where it's due for the Patriots. The Patriots right now are, like, number eight in fantasy producers. Like, mm-hmm. the, the fact that usually, like, a fantasy producer is, like, 10 to 15 – points per game. The Patriots defense as a whole is the eighth. Like yeah, the eighth. The yeah. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, everything included. They're like the eighth included. So yeah. it's just wild. Um, but the Panthers went to all London, went to get some crumpets and tea. Crumpets and tea. <laughs> <laughs> and whooped that head. <laughs> so got the Kyle Allen, and we'll talk about that. But we do have to do some week six recap. Okay. So the first one that I want to bring y'all's attention to was the suck fest. Was the tank for Tua's. The tank for Tua fest? Tank for Tua's I fest. I don't think it was the tank for Tua. I don't think the Dolphins. Who do you think is going to be the number one pick? I don't I'm think, interestedly. I think the Dolphins will end up getting the first pick, but I don't think they take Tua. No, I don't think I they think, do I think, I think they're they're starting to lean. I mean, Josh Rosen got replaced, but I think that they see potential in him. Yeah, the guy. And he's did, it's only his second year. Yeah. So I mean, he still has potential. I mean, it's not like Johnny Manziel, you know, that yeah. was terrible. But and the guy hasn't had anything to work with. Last year, he had three offensive coordinator changes in a season. That's ridiculous. He had his coach fired at the end of the year. Then he, he then he gets traded to the, the the worst team in the league again, and he doesn't have anything to work with there. So you got to give the guy, you got to give a guy a chance with a decent offense. Yeah. I also heard that there's like kind of talks of um, the wire or the defensive end from Ohio State that he could be the Chase Young. Chase Young, yeah, he's I like Chase Young. I haven't. I I honestly don't watch college football like that. So is he is he the truth, man? He's the truth. I wouldn't say he's the truth, but I would definitely say he's definitely probably the best defensive lineman right now. Yeah, I think he's the safest pick. Yeah, because he's the safest pick. I would pick him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's all, he's got all the intangibles. Yeah, so. he's definitely a really, really, really good player. Yeah, I think that. But going back to this this tank fest, man, I am convinced that the Dolphins are the worst team to ever play the game of football. This year, Dolphins. Yes, this so. year, Dolphins. Really. Let me let me enlighten us. Let me yeah. read you some stats. The points differential per game, how much they're getting beat by, is twenty six. 27.6 points per game. Right now, they have scored 42 points and have given up 180 points. 
Their eight, their eight point four points per game is thirty second in the league. They're also thirty first in yards, passing yards, and rushing yards. Now, this is where the case comes in for the worst per game. They right now are giving up thirty six points per game. Mm. That if that keep, keeps up, that's going to be the most per game of anybody, yeah. including the nineteen sixty six Giants, which gave up a staggering. 35.79 points per game. And the Lions, the, the, the Lions, winless team. 0 and 8 and 0 8, 32 points, yeah. 32.31 points per game. Yeah. So they could be worse than the 2008 winless Lions. Or what that? What year was that? 2015 Browns? 2015 Browns, though, their defense was still. They See, the thing about over. the 2015 Browns, though, that I kind of. Was it 2015 or 2017? Maybe in 20. I think it was 2017. 2017. Okay, maybe 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. But the thing about the Browns though is that the Lions were getting slobbered every game. But the thing about the 2015 Browns is that they were like they were in a couple of the games. They, they were in a lot of games. I think I remember like against the Packers, like the Packers had to go in overtime to beat them, and really they. I think the Chargers they had some issues. They they have the Chargers some issues that year. So really, they were not, you know, getting destroyed. And think about that. You're giving up twenty seven point six. That's the differential per game. And you just came off a one a one point loss to the Redskins, which That's puts good. a damper on yeah, what, the whole like this. Yeah. What about the Redskins? Though? That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. like I was like, dude, this really might be like zero to zero overtime. Like, dude, I honestly thought it was zero. gonna be like, like this is gonna be terrible. I thought the teams were gonna try to tank and just like start throwing it at the other team. <laughs> <laughs> just like we want the first pick. See, I would have, I would have let if I was gonna let Dwayne Haskins start his pro career right there. That game, I'd, that game right there. That game right there. I don't care if he starts next week or not. I'm letting him start against the Dolphins. I mean, why I, not? I heard the reports that like Dwayne Haskins is not even ready to start an NFL game. So yeah. I mean, if he if they didn't put him in against the Dolphins, then yeah, he. I mean, not yeah, they, really ready. they started Colt McCoy over him. Mm, yeah. So. And he hasn't played a game in a while. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta give credit where credit's due. Fitzmagic tried to call, call them back into that game. Yeah. I mean, Fitzmagic, dude, Fitzmagic's one of those super hit or miss people. Of like, he can be what he was last year. Of like, just lighting the world on fire. And he did the same thing with the Jets, um, and where he can light the world on fire, or he give turns the ball over five times a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> you either got yeah. <laughs> if you're rolling with Fitzmagic, you got to know the the risks involved. Exactly. But can we talk about please the two point conversion? Where did you see it? No. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> where <laughs> where Fitzmagic? So they've they've scored, and this is with like ten seconds left in the game, and so Fitzmagic does a screen. To the wide receiver to possibly win the game, all right, and, and the wide receiver drops it. Mm. It was Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Need, even if you go back and look at it, even if he would have called it, he was no, not. No, he would have got. He would have got destroyed. And yeah. that sucks. So Kenyon Drake's one of the better skill players on that team. Yeah. Kenyon Drake also hasn't done anything this yeah, year, though. Yeah. But I think that that's more of like the. The overall. weapons, yeah, the yeah. overall that he has around yeah. him of like I think he. In five games, he's had like 195 yards That's or something ridiculous. like that, and zero t- touchdowns or something like that. So it's definitely not good for Kenyon Drake. And on the other side, uh, Adrian Peterson, 23 yards, I mean, 23 carries, 118 yards. The old man, 34 years old, still getting 100 yards. All right, question. The question now is, who's the best old man running back in the league? Is Frank Gore the best, or is AP the best? I'm taking AP over Frank Gore any you? day. I don't care about his career stats. I don't care. I've never looked at Frank Gore, any of his highlights, and been like, wow, hey, he's uh, good. But on the 49ers, that dude was nasty. Frank Gore he, was was, he was nasty, but he was never, never was he even close to being Adrian Peterson's guy. I, I also take AP mm. just because, I mean, he's, even at an old age, he's still been more productive than Frank Gore has been. Frank Gore is like, just accumulated yards. I mean, nothing special. But I don't know if I'm talking with Jacob, but I think I would go with Frank Gore. I think Jacob would go with Frank Gore as well. 
I'm going with Frank Gore. Not I wouldn't go with Frank Gore now, but I would go that Frank Gore back in the day was gnarly. Yeah. But I think Frank Gore right now should have hung it up two seasons ago. Yeah. But AP, he's still got a couple in the. T- he's still got a little bit in the tank. My boy can still move. Yeah, I agree. What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's Pan- a, we, have, we have other <laughs> games and the suck. Panthers, Panthers, Buccaneers in London, buddy. Talk about it. Man, Preston, feel free to hop in whenever you want. But I'm glad we're finally getting to see the Jameis Winston we all know and love. One that <laughs> six turnovers a game. Yeah. Dude, Smith my boy. Six turnovers. He had five interceptions, one fumble loss, but he also went for 400 yards. Yeah. So. I guess you got to take that, like, that 400 yard is tainted, but it's also like, yes, he had six turnovers, but he also didn't throw for, like, 37 yards. Yeah. He, he did kind of get the ball moving. Mm-hmm. He just tried to – I think he tried to do too much. Well, yeah. I, think, I think they have the possibly the best receiver in the game right now in Chris Godwin. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my mic wasn't even up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a hot take. Chris Godwin over over his boy, Adam's boy, Michael Thomas. As of right now, yeah, I'm taking Chris Godwin. Yo. But the only thing the only thing that really could be his I guess downfall is kinda like the Juju Smith, Antonio Brown. Yeah, Mike I don't think, on that, yeah. yeah, I don't think as a, I mean that's even that's off topic but like I don't think Juju's ready yet to be a number one. Mm. I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think that that's a really good point, actually. But uh, back to the these turnovers, I mean, they counted for 17 points for the Panthers. And also, the Bucks defense has been, has allowed 30-plus points in three of their last four games. So, I mean, they, they just got to get it together. Like you said, Jameis Winston, I think, is overrated. He had the yards, but he can't take care of the ball. And also James Bradbury also played also always plays good against the Bucks. He had two picks, uh ten tackles, four pass deflections. I met him. Did I tell you guys about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did tell you about Dude. that. James Bradbury. Oh. I met him at That's a cool. Academy Sports one time. Actually not as tall as you think he would be, but about six hmm. two. He has a milk dud for a head, kinda like a Leonard Fournette type head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if you don't get your old milk dad out of here. Um, right. I think I think that I think it's time that we really consider uh, Christian McCaffrey for MVP. I know that oh, yeah. yeah, I know that like people are saying, you know, MVP and the Heisman going along with college as well has always has been a quarterback thing for the past two or three years. But I think we need to go back to the running backs. I think that C Mac should be the MVP this year. He's I think he's willing the Panthers until Playoff contention, you know, he doesn't have the Saints scared. We we ain't scared of them. But I'm saying, okay. I'm, I'm just saying that he has them as four two, four and two, and we'll see. I think they need to keep giving the ball, give the give the ball to the high, high end. Yeah, Feed my man and C Mac. Yeah, dude. Yeah, CMC. CMC. I run think run CMC. Yeah. Yeah, run CMC, run. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah. I've seen those shirts, and I never understood what they yeah. meant. Run CMC. <laughs> I was like, are we talking, why are we running for the hospital? Like, oh, I guess it's a charity. Yeah. I just think I just think for him in the MVP talk is like, if you take away Christian McCaffrey from the Panthers, what are we? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think Bonifon Bonifon. Is, <laughs> yeah, like who, Reggie Bonifon. <laughs> We talked about him on the show. He, he, plays, hey, he call plays into in the like, show. Uh, we'll he plays in something like he plays the most snaps out of like any I think almost any skill player in the NFL. So like, really? which I don't think is a good thing. I don't think that's a good thing. I think they need to limit his carries. Yeah, that's true. Because he had 21 carries for like 33 yards. That's ground and pound. That's that's not good. No. That's why he was. That's why he was hurt at the end of the game. Yeah. 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 You know what also to me was wild is that. Falcons, um, the Falcons-Cardinals game. I think that the Falcons-Cardinals game was actually very underrated, overlooked, because it was two, I think, one, one and five teams. One, and four, one four and one and one five, yeah. 
Like they they were very much overlooked, but for the most part, it was a good game. You have some drama at the end with one minute and fifty three seconds left. Matt Bryant misses the extra point that could have tied the game. I mean, both quarterbacks for the most most part played well. You have twenty both, which had twenty seven completions. Um, both had over three hundred yards, and both had over three touchdowns. So I, I mean, I like Kyler Murray. I think I didn't like him at first. I thought that pick first overall pick. I used on him. I'm like, why get Nick Bosa? But I think he's playing out very well for the Cardinals. But you know who also is playing really well, and he's becoming a like a slow creep tight end that's becoming a, a, amazing is Austin Hooper. Oh yeah, Austin dude, Hooper. my man right now for the season has 480 yards and three touchdowns. Um, he's the, he has the most amount of catches out of the tight ends with 42 receptions. He have, he has two games over 100 yards. He has five in which are over 50 yards. He has, he's right behind Travis Kelsey in uh, yards per game and second in the league in t- touchdown among wide receivers or not wide receivers tight ends. I think it's I just think like it's because like their wide receivers are drawing so much attention. Yeah. That's a good point because That's like now point. everybody knows that. Calvin Ridley is a baller too. Everybody Muhammad knows Sanu's, that. has always been a baller. Yeah, Calvin exactly. Ridley. And everyone knows about Julio. Yeah. You know Julio. Yeah, every, yeah. <laughs> is Muhammad Sanu the best uh, throwing wide receiver? Question mark. Him or Julian Edelman? Yeah, one of them. T- no, he can, he can dude. Throw, he, Odell, Odell, dude. <laughs> okay, I, I think we tried I, to okay. talk about I this. Told Adam okay. this the other day. Odell throws like. He's in the hood. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> the way he throws, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. For those of you in which didn't see that because we're on radio, oh, <laughs> Adam threw it <laughs> metaphorically but made no sound with it. <laughs> but, no, it's funny to me because Odell is the one of those where he'll just – he continues running and then just slings it six yards. He'll yeah. run and yeah. just stop, like stop on a dime, just sling No, it. I don't even think he like stops. I think he's still running forward and like off balance, just like shot puts it, manhandles it sixty yards down the field. Yeah, I think I think that I think he's amazing. Back to Austin Hooper though, I think that like you said, the receiving core and Atlanta, they spent a couple years after Tony Gonzalez left looking for that next tight end. And I think Austin Hooper, he, he stepped in. He has a great receiver. He's a great receiving core. Great receiver. He has a great quarterback, great receiving core around him. And, yeah, I think he can be he could be top ten tight end at the end of the season. I definitely. Top ten? I would go top five, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it. towards <laughs> the end of the season when they need to win games or if they tank, or honestly, if they tank, why not throw it to him? He's mm-hmm. the tight end. Yeah. But if they're going to actually try to win games, especially division games, like, I don't think they're going to be throwing him the ball much. I feel like they're going to targeting Julio, yeah. Ridley. Sanu, yeah. Dude, dude talk, buddy, talk about the, the Packers-Lions game. I know you were really interested in it last week, but tell us about that. No, I think it was a fitting way to end that game with a Mason Crosby game winner because I saw last year – no. Last year, Mason Crosby missed four field goals and an extra point against the Lions. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was fitting. Kind that. of a retribution story. Yeah, retribution. But um, the Packers really had no business winning this game. They lost the turnover battle. They were one and four in the end zone. But, you know, when it came down to it, their defense stepped, strapped up. Aaron Rodgers started playing well. And, I mean, it was a good, gritty win for them. But, I mean, they – the Lions should have won this game. They they couldn't uh, they couldn't score. They had to settle for field goals from getting turnovers from the Packers. So they they really had no business losing that game. Absolutely, I think I think that the Pack I think the Lions look really really good this season, and I think that they I think they will make a play. I think they will contend to be in the playoffs this year. The Packers better be scared because I don't think I think the next time the Lions play. Play them. They're not going. They're going to be in Detroit, and they're not going to be playing. They're going to win that game. I feel like. Yeah. Um. Next game we have. Next game we have KC versus Houston Texans. Crazy game. And I don't know people. Some people have been talking about Deshaun Watson creeping up in the MVP conversation. No way. I like it. Really. I like it. I mean. Didn't Deshaun Watson throw like three picks this game? So he threw two picks this game, but 
People said that the Colts found the blueprint for the blueprint for Patrick Mahomes. I think the Texans did. The I Chiefs think, found the blueprint. Just just keep them off oh, the field. no, you yeah, mean the, the, Col- the Colts did? Okay. Yeah, keep just them keep the them off the field. That's all you Crazy have to do. thing. I saw it on Undisputed. I, Shannon Sharp said it, so I trust the source. Apparently, apparently, the Chiefs had the ball in the fourth quarter under two minutes of possession. Like, you're not going to win that if you have less than less than two minutes. True. You just And Patrick Mahomes sitting, sitting on the bench, cooling off and stuff. You know, it's just not going to work. Tyreek Hill, he came back. Can can he can? Well, Tyreek Hill went off. Yeah. But Pat, Patrick Mahomes, with all that hair he has, can he feel the fan hitting his scalp, or is it like a layer of you, like coating that you can't? Feel? Oh, man. I mean, like if you had a fan hit the top of your head, because buddy, you kind of have a little bit of a longer hair. A fan? Yes, like on the top of your head. Can you feel it in your scalp? Uh, I mean, you can feel it, like, but... But, it, but <laughs> yes, once again, radio. You you can feel it. <laughs> he just brushed his hair back, guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can definitely feel it. I mean, it's not like... I don't know how to describe it. It's, oh it's, ha- it's hair. Like, I can still feel it. Yeah, but, it. like, thick hair, like, even, like, in the shower and stuff like that, like, if you've got really thick hair, like, it's not going to go into your scalp for, like, at least a couple seconds if you've got really thick hair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. You uh-huh. feel, like, you get out of the shower and then feel it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, sometimes when I go to class, my hair starts dripping on my notes. <laughs> like, if I, when I get out of the shower and go straight to class. Oh, well... <laughs> Buddy, sometimes when he gets in the car, he just comes out of the shower, and it looks like he's been running a marathon, like he's sweating. Yeah, he's and it's like, drunk. oh, he's like, bro, I just came out of the shower. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, so Seahawks, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, the, that was Ooh. a pretty good game, wasn't it? It was a pretty good game. Let's talk about Russell Wilson real quick. So I don't know who the other three on this list are, but I saw that he was the fourth quarterback in NFL history to have a 100 passer rating in each of his first six games. Mm. Respect. Respect, yeah. But um, they also lost Will Disley. I think they say yeah. like he – they think he messed up his Achilles or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But that's he, a big hit. Chris big Carson hit. stepped up. He had 124 yards. Um, I still think, you know, with how Russell Wilson's playing, they're in good shape. Baker has got to play better. Um, a lot of his picks were off of the receiver's hands. Yeah. But there was one throw he had to Jarvis Landry in the end zone that was behind Jarvis, which I'm kind of glad he didn't catch because he probably would have gotten the wind knocked out of him. Yeah. But he's he's just got to play better. I mean, yes. Yeah. It's pretty much it. I mean. Yeah, pretty much. Baker Mayfield out of out of six like six games he has 14 interceptions. That's ridiculous. That that's just crazy. James Winston threw five interceptions that morning, and. Baker Mayfield still had 11 <laughs> before Baker Mayfield even played, and he throws three interceptions against Seahawks. I just didn't like the Baker from last year. I feel so bad because I definitely just – at the beginning of the year, I was the one who said that they were going to – Baker Mayfield was going to have a Patrick Mahomes-type season, and now I have to eat my words. But I think the Seahawks – I said it last week on this program – I think it's time that we start keep putting Russell Wilson in that, that MVP conversation. We've talked about yeah. uh, CMC, but you need to talk about Russell Wilson being in that MVP conversation. I mean, my man's going off. And you and when you have a passer rating that high, that is efficiency. That is accuracy. And you 17 can't just, touchdowns, zero, zero interceptions. In, in six games, you have zero interceptions. That's crazy. And it's not like he has, like, in my opinion, he doesn't have any, like, flashy receivers. He doesn't have an Odell. No. He doesn't have a Michael Thomas. So he's doing all of that with a Will Disley, who we never even heard of. I know about Will Disley. Again. I'll follow him on Twitter. All right, good talk. Um, <laughs> or Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, once again, not a flashy receiver. DK Metcalf. All right. He he's had balling. A, he, he's balling, though. He is balling, and he had a great combine. But a lot of people, like, that's why he slipped. Didn't he slip to, like, the second or third yeah, round? Yeah, he slipped to the second round. Second, third round, probably, yeah. I forgot. But it was a – I think that it's a good game. But kind of transitioning from that, let's look at some of the games for next week. Because there are some games 
in which I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see the Houston Texans go up against the uh, Baltimore, Baltimore Colts. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, hey, we got to b- throw it back every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. Des- <laughs> no, what is his name? Uh, Deshaun McCoy. Deshaun McCoy. The name. <laughs> <laughs> name right. But I think that that's going to be a, an interesting matchup to see. It will be a, a buzzsaw. Um, I think Darius Leonard's coming back for the Colts. I think it will be a good time in which the Colts will be able to see how well their defense is actually going to step up and whether their defense is as good as they made them out to be against the Chiefs. Because yeah. the Chiefs, they, the Colts shut the Chiefs down, but let's see if they can do it against Deshaun. And I think this game is really going to shape the AFC South. We just saw breaking news that it seemed like Ryan Tannehill is the new starting quarterback for the Titans, which is crazy. Like, yeah. Marcus Mariota, how do you go from second overall pick to being – Bench behind Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. But, I mean, while in the topic of breaking news, probably the biggest breaking news right now is Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, this man, this man we just learned about an hour ago, was traded to the Rams for two first-rounders for this year, next year, and a fourth-rounder. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, okay, what did you say he had the highest – Interceptions since like 2015. Uh, no, Mark, Marcus, Marcus Peters, Peters has the most interceptions. Oh, Marcus 20. Peters does. Yeah. Well, he got he got traded to the Ravens, Ravens too, right? Yeah, yeah, the Ravens. But from what I hear, Marcus Peters wasn't having a good year though. I don't know much I about much. I haven't heard much of him this year. That's for sure. Yeah. But I think that Jalen Ramsey. I think it could reignite the the Rams defense, which right now I think is reeling. Um, because they're they're not in front. They're not having the same firepower and the same uh, efficiency that they did last year. I think it's going to be interesting to see how Jalen Rim Ram Jalen Ramsey Jalen Ramsey fits into all of that. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be really good. I think he's going to play very very well in Wakefield's defense. And I think this is this is the life raft that the Rams need. The Rams they're 500 right now. They're the reigning NFC champions. And uh, no, it doesn't really matter. How, I know, of course, as a Saints fan, it doesn't really matter how they won it. But, but I think I, I'm upset how they won the NFC Championship. But the NFC Championship, like champions, and they don't look like it. No, they haven't been the same since then. No, I don't know if it's Sean McVay because their offense doesn't look good. Todd Gurley doesn't look that good. And I heard somebody say uh, that teams play him now as an average back. Yeah. He does pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is wild. That is pretty crazy. We have I like this rivalry personally. Dak versus Carson Wentz. Who y'all got? I got the Eagles. Mm. I the Cowboys don't look good. They just look out of sync. They don't know whether to trust Dak throwing the ball or trust Zeke running the ball. It, it's just it's yeah. not looking good. And the Eagles, uh, I mean, they're just gonna keep getting their players back and healthy. So I got the Eagles winning this game. I think that the Cowboys also just look uninspired. Like, they're they're not playing with a chip on their shoulder. They're kind of just playing to get a paycheck. And if you play just to kind of get a paycheck, kind of just going week to week and not feeling like you're having a chip on your shoulder, not having – feeling like, oh, let's do this. I mean, they lost to the Jets. And now the Jets had a good performance by Sam Darnold, but Sam Darnold is not – by any means, a Tom Brady. He's not a, by any means a Carson Wentz, even. Um, and so I, go ahead. I think I think Sam Darnold though. I think he was po- like poised to have a really good season. Mono like took a couple games from him, but I think he's back on track. He looked really really good against the Cowboys. But I think by the you, has anybody ever had Mono? No, I heard like once you have Mono, like you don't get rid of it. I think he still has like the disease in his body probably, but probably not that. So, fun fact, Matt Foyer, one time in our freshman year class, he told, he told me because he didn't go to class for like five, five weeks. Mm-hmm. And so he told me to tell his teacher that he had mono and said that was <laughs> why he was out. And so I think he believed her because I'm pretty sure, or I think she believed him because he passed that class. I got 103 in that class. Matt Foyer... I love Matt to death. I know he's probably not listening, but Matt, you literally lied and cheated and like crawled your way out of college. 
And I applaud you. I, I really do. <laughs> I really, I really don't understand how this man graduated college. Great teacher, but I call him the king of the BS because yes. that man can bullcrap his way anything through anything. I would see him come into class like on days of presentation and be like, "I don't even know what I'm presenting," and then he comes up there and is like, awesome, like man. making the. One time in our 2600 class, he's making the teacher laugh like, oh, did you know that? And he's like, oh, I actually didn't know that. Matt, shut up. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think the Cowboys, they're just such a really, really good they're, they're a really good team. And I think that because they're a really good team, they're, they're cocky. And they don't. They feel like they can just go and just beat teams. But they're, they're not. They're not playing. not playing very well. I, I'm with you, Jacob. Yeah, I think it's still. I think it's for the Cowboys. Uh, of course, coming into this game, the Jets were t- have been terrible. I don't think they they didn't score a single offensive touchdown with Luke Falk, and then cut mm-hmm. him as soon as Sam Darnold comes back. Sam Darnold, I think he's the truth. I think he will be really good in this league. He's a franchise quarterback, and also the Cowboys had both their tackles out, their starting tackles out, so that their offensive line was already hurting, and then they lost Amari Cooper on their first drive. And that really takes away. And then also going to this game forward, if they get Amari Cooper, I'm taking the Cowboys just because the Eagles' front seven is really nice, but their secondary is terrible. You know, that's true. So. so let's go into week seven pick of the week. All right. So I am now three and two. No. Yes, I'm three and two. Adam, did your, did your pick win last week? I don't even know who my pick was, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't even know who my pick was. Oh, my gosh. I picked the Ram, or I picked the 49ers over the Rams, which were two-point favorites, yeah, and we, we covered that. I got the Seahawks over the Browns, and I think it was two-point favorites, so I got that before. I had Saints over Jaguars by seven. They won by seven. Mm. Dang. All right, so you bear. This is the second week in a row where you've covered the spread exactly. Barely, yeah. Exactly. All right, so mine is a easy softball toss up. The Chiefs are three point favorites over the Broncos. Are you kidding me? Like, I, I know that the game. Chiefs have won two straight, but you got to put respect on my boy Patrick Mahomes. That is an insult over the two and four Broncos, who two weeks ago we were saying was zero and four. Come on now. Yeah. I don't know, Jacob. I mean, don't, I mean, Joe Flacco. He, Lock it up. I think Joe Flacco. Don't, don't, don't. That chief defense doesn't look good. Joe Flacco does have a big arm still. So, if the if the Broncos win, I will personally apologize to Joe Flacco on this program and on Twitter. I want, you, no, I want you to DM him and say, Joe Flacco, I'm sorry. Please. I slandered you. I slandered you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who, who's your lock of the week? My lock of the week is going to be, I got Green Bay over the Raiders, six points. I think the Raiders, they're coming off a bye week. They are three and two, but I don't think they're ready for that Green Bay defense. And I, and I think Aaron Rodgers, he up. I'm taking the 49ers over the Redskins by 10. I mean, that's easy. Easy money. Mm-hmm. Nothing special to it. Yeah. To Preston, it. for our guests, our guest lock of the week, who do you have? I have the Jags over the Bengals. How, how much are they favorites? I'm not sure. Oh, oh just saying. Sure hey, I just think that's gonna I'm happen. I'm just calling it. Yeah. It, well, so it actually, the Jags are only three and a half point favorites. So I do think that that is a good. Okay. Line. Yeah. Oh, you got to get a win. I believe our guests I, are on one so far. Yeah. So. Yeah, they are. I believe. I believe that Minchumania. Uh, I think he is. I don't think he's as crazy as everybody makes him out to be. But he's a rookie, and usually when a rookie's hot, they generally tend to stay hot. Usually, um, but. Yeah, I think I think they'll cover that spread. Real quick on the Bengals, I heard AJ Green. He's not playing against the Jags, but I heard he can't return back to practice. I want to let show people know y'all forgot about AJ Green. AJ Green is a top five receiver, talent wise, when he's healthy. I didn't forget about him. He's still sitting at the bottom of my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> I got hope, man. Hey, <laughs> Gabe's just counting down the weeks. Please let this be the week. Please let this be the week. Aren't you like 
0-5 or something in the fantasy league? Yeah. 0-5 in one of them and then 1-4 in the, the other Yikes. one. Wow. Yikes. Dude, I'm going undefeated once AJ. All right, so we're t- starting a new segment. Do you have something else to say? No, 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 I'm good. So we're starting a new segment. It's called Overrated, Underrated, or On Par. This is a segment that is my brainchild. Actually, I probably didn't create this. I probably heard it somewhere, but I'm going to give myself credit for it. Um, in which you're going to tell me whether that this quarterback is overrated, underrated, or on par. The first one, Lamar Jackson. Underrated. Underrated. I'm going to go underrated also. Why do you guys say underrated? I think he's just – I think I love quarterbacks that can kill a defense with, with his arm or with his leg. And I think he – I think his arm still – I think it's still a big arm. He had 236 against the Bengals last week. And he had two, uh, 150 on the ground. I just think That's really, wild. I think, yeah. 250, 150. I think that's crazy. I think he's a really, really, really good quarterback. I think he's maybe not maybe not top 10, maybe top 11, top 12. For quarterback? Yes. He right now is he's number eight in the league in rushing. Does he Running backs. Running back. Anybody included. He's number eight, a quarterback. Yeah. He's had two games this past week and week one. I think week one he had 137 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Like, this man is – this man's being able to do both things. And while Cam Newton was one of those where he could bulldoze his way in for rushing touchdowns, Lamar is getting rushing yards, which I, in my opinion, is harder because, like, if you're on the one – and you got Cam Newton, who's six just, five, two forty. Yeah, like much. you just gotta run, yeah. and you're gonna get it. But Lamar is like actually like, <laughs> and chugging along. And something I like about Lamar is he's getting out of bounds and he's sliding and all that. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, the reason why sport. Cam is right where he is right now, and Andrew Luck sitting on his couch right now, because they think they can run through linebackers. You can't not do that. And I'm glad that Lamar Jackson's doing what he got to do. Yeah, Josh Allen does that same thing. But I also like Lamar Jackson for the same reason you do. It hits home because, you know, Cam's my favorite player. Yeah. But he, I just, I just like quarterbacks that can run. That just makes their offense more dangerous. That makes their team more dangerous. So I think he's widely underrated. Yeah, I think he's underrated just in the fact that he might be one of – the hardest quarterbacks to game plan for. Yeah. Because you don't know which – because good. also, because even if he does both like he did this week, like there's been games where he's thrown for over 300 yards and barely ran the ball at all. But then there's also games where he'll run the ball just constantly and rack up yards and barely throw the ball. So, like, I feel like you really don't know what you're going to get with Lamar Jackson, yeah. which is a good thing. I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying, like, you know, like – he could come out there and throw for 300 and only get 50 rushing. But then yeah. you, he also comes out and runs for 150. Like, mm-hmm. he can do it. He can do it all. Yeah, he can. So. All right, number two, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. I think he's on par. Okay. Oh, I like that. Just because, like, I mean, he – the dude played against the Patriots. Like, I mean, he's a rookie quarterback playing against the best defense in the NFL – I mean, he's had solid games. He's had bad games, but he hasn't really, you know, done enough. He's been without Saquon pretty much all year. He's still got Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard there, but, I mean, they've never really been, like, you know. And both of those, both of them also have been off and on hurt, like, the yeah, whole time. They, Evan Ingram yeah. and Sterling Shepard did not play in that Patriots game last Thursday. Yeah, so I don't think we've seen enough to really say he's overrated or underrated yet. I would say, I would say, though, I would say that he's overrated just because this is his third straight game in which he's had less than 225 passing yards. I mean, yes, he is still new, and yes, he's still fresh. This is his fourth game. But I'm also not going to say that he's on par because of one good game. Yeah. I mean, you had Jeremy Lin, who for like 20, 25 games was just lighting up the stat sheet. Yeah. But we're not comparing him to – Michael Jordan or exactly. Kobe or anybody like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is he's had three in the last three games. He's had three touchdowns and six interceptions. Yeah, I think that he's he's not worth the hype that everybody thinks he is. Now, in a year or two years, he could be, but for for the time being, no. I say, I say he's overrated because, like, I don't trust no quarterback from Duke. 
I'm sorry, Duke is a basketball school. Maybe, you know, <laughs> if, if there's a full point guard out of Duke or, you know, power forward out of Duke, okay, yeah. Well, quarterback from Duke, no. No, I don't want him. Yeah, I think uh, he's more on the subpar side. Uh, just because, like, once again, he is a rookie. You know, he's new to the league. His stats aren't obviously the greatest and stuff like that. But I think that, you know, like you said, he's been in bad positions. Of course, playing against the Patriots, like Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Or, like, uh, him against, like, quarterbacks that are 26 and under is, like. 11 or something like that, It's yeah. something crazy, like. I think it's I think it's more than that. No. Yeah, it's it's something wild. They've either won zero games or one game. Mm-hmm. So like games like that, and especially when he has his well Saquon out, his other two top targets, yeah, they're out too. But they did get Golden Tate back, so that's yeah. So I forgot t- Golden Tate. Golden Tate for the Titans. Old receiver, but he looked pretty good. Yeah, he looks he looks sprucey. Uh, all right, so the last one, the most controversial man in the Carolinas, Kyle Allen, is he overrated? Underrated or on par? Underrated. Wow, that was a lot of emphasis. Okay, okay, okay. Underrated. Nah, we were talking about this earlier. He he is a game manager. He Adam said he um, he more doesn't lose games than wins. Yeah, he's not really winning games. I think he's a avoid. (laughs) I don't think he's really winning games. I think he's avoid losing games. You know what I mean? He's playing conservatively. Yeah. But I mean, he he knows his role. He's not in there to light up the stat sheet. He's in there to just you know do his job, and I think he's been doing well at his job. So I think he's underrated. Definitely. Yeah, I think honestly, I think he's on par. I don't think he's overrated by any means. Um, I think everybody's jumping on just because you know he's got. I think it's nine touchdowns and zero interceptions in his first five starts, mm. which. Which is great. That's don't get me wrong, but like just from what I've noticed, like when Cam Newton's in the game, they run the offense through Cam Newton. Yeah, they run it through him, and that hasn't been working the greatest because he's not the same Cam Newton. He's had to change his game at least a little bit. He's had to change it. So now you put Kyle Allen in here. So now they're running offense through Christian McCaffrey, who is a complete stud. Like can run, can catch, he can throw the ball too. Like so now they're running it through him. And he's also playing super conservative. He's not gonna he's not gonna take take those crazy shots down the field. Yeah. And then also it helps that now you're seeing Curtis Samuel. He finally he had a good game. So yeah. I think that's awesome. I agree. I agree with Preston. I think that he is on par. I think that he's not underrated in the aspect because he's never like, kind of like what you said. He's not a he's more of a game manager, kind of like a field general. But he's not lighting up the stat sheet. Um, in his four starts this year, he's had 227 yards, 181 yards, 232 yards, and 261 yards. So neither, none of those are kind of stat stuffers. Um, they're not, they're not MVP caliber seasons. But he is kind of what Preston was talking about. He's doing his job. He's doing what the Panthers need him to do, and that he's taking care of the football. He's handing it off to Christian McCaffrey, and as of right now, that's all they need him to do. Yeah. And, I mean, wins are wins. He, like, I would, rather, I would rather have a, a quarterback which is playing his job, doing his role, and playing within his means and his 4-0 than a quarterback in which is going for 421 of 57 for 400 yards. Baker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I would much rather have a uh, Kyle Allen than somebody flashy, but is losing games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So the NBA season is upon us. Dun da da da. There, mama. There goes that man. There goes that man. Isn't that isn't that a football reference? Or? No, that's definitely a basketball reference. Mark Jackson says it. Mark, mama. There goes that man. Who who's he talking about? Anybody. He started with Steph, but, I mean, yeah. So, in one week's time, in seven days, actually probably six days by the time you hear this, the NBA season will have officially started. No more preseason garbage. We will be on the road to the championship. And now the question is, who is your starting five? So, I will actually bow out of this one, so I'll let you guys talk about it. So we're going to do it just normal Mount Rushmore type style. 
of doing a draft. Adam, you can't veto the draft like you did last time. You said, <laughs> you said after your second pick, screw the draft. I'm just saying all of mine now. It's going to stop me. All right, so I will give – Preston, do you want the first pick since you're our guest? Yeah, I'll take the first pick. All right, so Preston, with your first pick – who are you picking? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. I want to be NBA, NBA player. NBA player. <laughs> All right. Good pick. Solid pick. Any explanation or anything? I just think that he could possibly be the next LeBron, the next king. Yeah. Oh. The heir to the throne. The, yeah. The, the Greek. Greek heir to the throne. I like it. Adam, July. My first pick is going to be, um, I, don't, I don't know why he's the second pick, actually, LeBron James. LeBron James is the king. He will be the king until he leaves. All right. Gabriel Hoff, Levine Jr., the third. The I'm going with my boy Kevin Durant, the most versatile scorer in NBA history, unstoppable <laughs> offensive force, mm-hmm. underrated defender. Okay. All right. Pick. So you have two straight picks. So who's your next pick? Uh, Steph Curry. Okay. Greatest, oh, so you're greatest. going. So you're going. Last year, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I mean, KD to Steph, Steph to KD. Okay. Greatest shooter of all time. Nothing more to be said. I think. I think the uh, my second my second pick. I think the player that the Lakers should have been trying to get was AD. Because I think he would. I think he'll look better with the LeBron. I think Clay Thompson would be my second pick. I think Clay Thompson, the second greatest shooter of all time, behind Steph. And I think LeBron James passing out something would be awesome. All right, Preston, you have two straight picks, so who are you picking? With my second pick, uh, I think I'm going to pick Dame. Mm. Dollar Dame. I like Dame Dollar. I like his Dollar game Dame. a lot. Um, and also, he's a very versatile player. Um, that's, that's my second pick. Okay, so you got Dame and Giannis. Pretty good, pretty right, good squad so far. All right, who's your third pick? And third, uh, I'm probably going to go with. AD. Mm. Ooh, right big man to put in the equation. Okay, I love it. All right, who you got? Adam? I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my shooters. I'm gonna go Cat, Big Cat. I like Cat. Carthy Towns. Mm-hmm. LeBron James. Big Cat. Big Cat. All right, with uh my with my third pick, I'm going with last year's NBA Finals MVP Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kawhi's the best two-way player in the league. Uh, he'll take some. He'll be able to guard the other team's best defensive player, take some pressure off of Steph and KD. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's also a scorer. People underrate his offense. He's a good playmaker. So Kawhi. And then I get another one, right? Yep. So I'm gonna go with Joel Embiid. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, Joel Embiid. He he's young. He was immature. I think this year is his year to go off. He's definitely going to be an MVP candidate. And he, I mean, he's just unstoppable in the paint, so. Definitely. I'm going to pick something crazy. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick John Wall. I like John Wall. He's coming back this season. I'm really excited to see him. It's, it's it's been like, I feel like it's been ages since we've seen John Wall. And I just can't wait to see him. Preston? I'm going to have to go probably Mm. These are your last two picks. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Alright. Um, Who do you so have so far? I've got Giannis, Dame, and A D. So you have a small forward. Are you using are you using A D as a center or as a power forward? Because he can play both. Uh oh, I'm not gonna run the traditional center. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Small ball. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Small ball. And then Dame, okay, got the one. So um I'd probably have to go with we picked Clay Thompson, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'd probably go Kyrie. Okay, I like Kyrie. Ooh, Kyrie's a good, a good pick. pick. That's a good. He can play shooting guard or point guard. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. So Kyrie get finishing out the the guard rotation. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to go with Porzingis. Oh, dude, Kristaps Porzingis, man, that's dude. I haven't heard I like that, that name in a minute. Yes, Kristaps Porzingis <laughs> <laughs> took his pick, man. Took my pick, man. All right, my last and final pick. My, my favorite, one of my favorite things to do, like in like two K and like 
one of my favorite like plays to see is the dunk. I think one of the greatest dunkers in NBA history is Blake Griffin. So I'm picking Blake Griffin. <laughs> Times two, buddy. <laughs> Gabe, you're just not having a good time. Took my two in a row. All right, who's your, who's your last pick, dog? My last pick, I'm gonna go with Joel Embiid's teammate. I'm gonna go with Ben Simmons. Mm, I like Whoa, that. Was a I guy like who that. apparently can also shoot threes because he. Um, I think, or he is a point guard, but he's at a power forward size, and I need a power forward on my team. So that makes my team very versatile. He can also pass the ball, and that would be very good for my team. All right, so Gabriel, Philip, Lemmy, Lemmy Jr. It's just Lemmy twice. Uh, who is your team? Steph at the point guard, Kawhi at shooting guard, Katie at small forward, Ben Simmons at power forward. You're Kawhi at shooting Lemmy. guard? Yeah. Oh, okay. Joel that hot center. take. All right, Adam, who's your team? I have a crazy thing. I have LeBron James at the one. I have John Wall at the two. I have Cat, not Cat, I have Clay at the three. And I have Cat at the five. I'm tripping. And then Blake Griffin at the power four position. Okay. And then finally, Mr. Preston, our guest. I've got Dame running point, Kyrie running shooting guard, Giannis in the three. And then Porzingis in the four, AD in the five. You got okay. a lot of, lot of size. Yes, yes. <laughs> Three up. <laughs> just everybody. Just dunk everybody. Everybody's <laughs> huge. All right, so Adam, what happened today in history? Today in history, crazy thing. So uh, none of us know about pr- like pregnancy or giving birth or anything like that. Because we're dudes. If you didn't figure that out, but, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we all are dudes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> hot Shocker. Take, hot take. <laughs> They're all boys. Um, but apparently this mother, 1994, October 15th, apparently she had her baby boy, who was a twin, three months before the due date. And then she didn't have the girl twin until 95 days later. I guess, although she went back home and take care of the one twin. Or do you she forget the about it? Is it like, <laughs> like does they, do they know that the other twin is in there? Because I feel like it would have to be one of those things where, like, if I was a mother, I would have to be like, no, hey, you get that twin out right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not but like for now three months, yeah. But, like, I wonder if it was, <laughs> they're like, oh, everything's fine. And then 94 days later, they're just like, oh, Ooh, there's another, another one. <laughs> 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 dude, imagine being the mom. Oh, just like, dude, I have a. Why is this pregnancy weight not going away? Yeah. Why do I yeah. still like my stomach still hurts? Yeah. I need to go to the hospital, ma'am. You're having another kid. I don't know much about <laughs> much about pregnancy, but it, I'm pretty sure there's a nine month period that yeah. you have to go through. Not that's crazy. Three months. Yeah. Do yeah. you know if both? Children are still alive. Yeah, they, they, they both survive. Yeah. Oh wow. They, I guess if they're ninety four, they would be what twenty five today. Yeah. So. I was gonna make the joke of like, oh, that's my mom. Where's my twin at? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's crazy. That is that is really crazy actually. Dude. Also, I just want to let y'all guys know real quick. The Nats. Sorry, the Nats. Oh, here we go. That's some of the history as well. The guys. Nats. Possibly could be going to the World Series as we're recording this for the first time in their league's existence. So that includes the Nationals, which has been around since the early 2000s, late 90s, the Expos, and the Expos had been around for freaking 50, 60 years before that. Did you know that Tom Brady was drafted to the Expos in the sixth round? Yes, I didn't know that. The sixth round? Yeah. He was actually a good ball player if yeah. he was in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. But he... he sixth six round, they ain't being messed with. No. They're, they're ballers. The, the Nationals, though, beat the Dodgers, beat the Goliath of the Dodgers. All right? Right now they're... Just three. whooping that head of, of Cardinals. the Cardinals. Right now they're 7-4 seven, seven, into, the, into the fifth inning, but... There's still a long way to go, man. Yeah. But didn't you say that the... The seven came all in one inning. Yeah, the seven came which all is in impressive, which is impressive in itself. Man. Yeah, but it's, it's and then you got and you got the Yankees and which went up, uh, or actually the Astros and which right now are up two to one against the Yankees. So you might have an Astros Astros um, Nationals World Series, which would be interesting to say the least. Did y'all see where that guy bet like three and a half million on the Astros winning? Dude, if he if they win, 
he set for life. 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 Yeah. life. <laughs> like, not just his life, like his, his kids' kids', yeah. kids lives. Life. Yeah. They're all right, yeah. They're, they're doing all right. That's a lot of money, bro. Yeah. All right, real quick. million dollars in your pocket. Just a million dollars. Not much. How much? What do you do with it? Pay Number one thing, pay off student loans. Oh, my gosh. It's freaking number two. <laughs> number two. Number two, I'm probably going to pay off my parents' house. Okay. All right. And then number three, I'm buying a daggum Jeep that I've always wanted. All right. <laughs> I understand that. What about you? Then Cosmo yeah. Brownies. All the costumes. You going to the club? I'm kidding. Dude, Buddy loses a million dollars in one seating at the strip club. <laughs> no, I'm, same thing as you. I'm going to pay off the loans, pay off my parents' house, and probably just invest it, you know? Try yeah. to make my money work for me instead of working for my money. Oh, investing. That would be a good idea. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm going to invest all my money to Apple. I'm going to give every single dollar to Apple. Apple? And in 10 years, I'm going to cash out. I'm pretty sure I make a lot of money. I I don't know. I think Apple might be at its end, the end of its run. Really? What? I think that Apple in the They're about ne- to make a car. I think listen, lend up. I think yeah. that Apple in ten years won't be the powerhouse that we see. I think that it's the same thing as Kmart. I think Kmart, Sears, all of those places were huge juggernauts, but what must go up? Must come down. What about Amazon then? Oh, Amazon's just hitting its prime. Amazon is just now hitting the peak. Now, I think that Amazon in 10 years will be kind of like a Walmart where it's sustained. I think in 10 years it will be way more advanced in everything than it is now. (laughs) I I looked at this Apple cart... (laughs) It looks like a computer mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Apple mouse. Yeah, it does. It looks like. Look it up. <laughs> it literally looks like a mouse. <laughs> it does look like a mouse. It kind of looks like an I8. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. They're about to make a car. That's about to go off shelves. They're, about, they're throwing out credit cards, man. Apple's about to become like a Walmart pretty soon, bro. We're going to be able to go to. Apple Mart. Yeah. See, that's, I think it's. I think it's the. I think that Amazon is going to be the next. Yeah. I think Amazon is going to take over the world, and it's yeah. going to have like yeah. you're going to have Amazon grocery stores, oh, Amazon yeah. um, sneaker stores, Amazon everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, really I think, think in the, I would say if you're going to invest your money, Amazon. you know what? I might invest a hundred dollars in Amazon right now. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it for ten years. Yeah. Um, but. Like in, invest your money in Amazon now, and then when oh, yeah. it gets huge, then I mean it already is huge. I mean you can think I don't even know exactly how many years ago, but like not even ten years ago, they, all it was was online reading books online. Can you imagine buying stock now? Look at it. That. That's crazy. Can you imagine crazy. though buying stock in that when it was reading books and then saying, <laughs> "Oh yeah. man, give me my money!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Preston, what are you doing with your million dollars, kid? Uh, like I said, the basic, you know, paying your student loans off, paying the house, paying for my parents' house, and then investing. I mean, like, basically like Buddy said, you know, um, making my money work for me and not me working for my money. Do you mm-hmm. think I could buy a baseball Oh, and also buying, buying no. a, I'm actually, no. I'd probably buy an electric car. Ooh. No, super nice, good. a super nice electric car, because I think that's going to be the new wave in a couple years. I think everybody's gonna be like, okay, yeah, like these cars are putting off a lot of emissions because I think, I think global warming's real. It's a myth. Cold <laughs> take. Back to your, you said French million dollars. No, but not a, like a, not like a the major thing? league. I'm talking about like a division one, like a single A team. Why would you want to buy a single A team? Hey, maybe I can. Dude, I've always wanted to do the like, make investments and do events. Yeah. For like single A teams, like create the jerseys to be like replicas <laughs> of Darth Vader or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, even like, uh, like buying like a golf club, you know, and like yeah. a golf course and stuff like that, or building one. I feel like that'd be making it super nice, and possibly making it you know like super challenging, and possibly hosting big events there. Dude, that'd be wild. That'd be awesome. All right, guys. Well. Yeah, it's been real. It's been real. It's been fun. All right. Gabriel, D. 
Do you have a pickup line for us? Man, I do. You know, y'all probably heard this one, but hey, who cares? It'll still work with me anyways. So <laughs> you're asking yourself the pickup line? Like No, 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 no. Oh. I'm saying like He's saying it doesn't want to come it doesn't matter what pickup line he has, he's gonna pick her up anyways. Alright, so <laughs> that sounds like wait. You walk into the bar, right? And you go up to a female, right? And so you can't go into bars. Yeah, you're in nineteen or eighteen. Sorry. Back to you, sorry. Back. To, I'm sorry. Go up to the bar. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. I'm just dropping knowledge. All right. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. You what go up to her and you say, "Excuse me, you owe me a drink because when I saw you, you made me drop mine." Instant. That is a good one. Start. Let's go. Instant yeah. conversation yeah. starter. Yeah, that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Because it'll it'll make it'll make both of y'all laugh and instantly have a conversation. There you go. Yep. All right, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. So have a good week and remember, if you're not, buddy, you do it because you're the one who says it all the time. Just remember, you're not only welcome, but you're wanted. Have a good night. No, call first. Call first. <laughs> <laughs> we got the pair. <laughs> we did call. it. By the, way, by the way, thank you, hand clap for Preston for coming in and helping yeah, us. Thanks, oh, yeah, Preston thanks, Preston, for coming in. It's been fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, guys, have a good week.